Monday morning, rural Queensland today across the Resonate Broadcast Network. You're with Ben Dobbin and uh, so much to get through this morning. Um, our next guest is Peter Hall, Ag Force Cattle Board uh, member, and uh, he's joining us to talk around the 2023 annual update around the Australian Beef Sustainability Framework. Now, look, this stuff is so important um, because we actually need to understand that we are doing the right thing and giving the consumer a platform and an understanding of what we're doing. Peter, good morning. Thank you so much for being with us. Yeah, good morning, Ben. Thanks for the opportunity. Let's start with Australia Red Meat Industries' target of being carbon neutral by 2030. Oh, I, I struggle with – I understand it's the, it's the target and it's the goal, but is it realistically able to happen in, in by 2030? Yeah, I believe so, Ben. Um, firstly, I've got to um, I've got to thank the work that goes on on that committee yeah. and the people within it to, to strive to get us to where we are. Chaired by Mark Davy, who is on our Ag Force Cattle Board, yeah, great contributor, yeah, huge, yep. The big the biggest problem in our industry at the moment is we are seen to be the emitters. Basically, we are emitting methane. That's our biggest problem, plus all the other carbon that comes out as part of our output. What is not well understood is that is that um, cattle are part of a biogenic cycle. You know, we, we emit methane, cattle emit methane. Within 12 years, that's broken back down into carbon, which then gets converted to grass, which then gets converted to protein, and also, and you know, does at the same time as animals graze, improves the soil health cover. So... I think it's realistic to strive for carbon neutral by 2030. But again, I'm probably going to say that I think carbon's the wrong word we should be using. I think we should be using something like climate neutral because there's so much other stuff that we have to do at the same time. We have to improve our environmental credentials through improving our you know, biodiversity, um, improving our environmental well-being, improving our soil health, getting our tree grass balance right. So, you know, there's a lot of work going on in this space and just saying carbon neutral by 2030 is, is probably part of a bigger cycle, I guess. The thing, that you, the thing that you just flagged, Peter, and we're talking with Peter Hall and straight up, it, it's a really good flag. Now, you told us from when cattle emit methane how it in 12-year cycle comes back to a protein source. Now, that makes yep. perfect sense to every single person listening here today. But yep. that message isn't getting told to the lunatics of the far left and the extremists who say that we're vandals. And that, to me, is the biggest challenge that we have. We have this drama where we've got everybody um, within the industry who is wanting to do And I think we're environmentalists. I genuinely, truly believe that. Yet we're doing every step in place to make sure that we are at the forefront. A lot of other industries aren't doing it. Yet the focus when there, there, there needs to be some mudslinged at any industry, gets slung at agriculture. And, 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 and is it part of it, I understand, you know, it, we're always going to be in the headlights, but part of it is we're not selling our story well enough. Yeah, correct, Ben. We, um, it's hard to find the right solution that resonates with people. And you're right, agriculture is the easy target. If we want to reduce emissions, go at agriculture because, you know, you can get you can get reductions there overnight, but the trouble with reductions of, of any sort of emissions from agriculture is you reduce production, and this country can't afford that. So 
So we need to get smarter at getting our message out. There's no question about that. Yeah. And and this whole biogenic cycle with methane, you know, is I don't know why we can't get that message out, but it just doesn't resonate. But we've just got to keep on that path. It is part of a cycle. But the other the other the other message that we nearly really need to work on is the fact that raising animals are part of our solution of improving the environment. Done right, managed right, the whole soil health, tree grass balancing works in our favour, then it also dramatically increases the whole biodiversity cycle, which allows a lot of our native animals to thrive appropriately. So we've just got to get better at our messaging then. Oh, you're dead right. Um, and well said. Um, and we're going to watch the progress of net you know, CO2 emissions in 2020. That was 45.2 million tonnes. Um, it was 64% below the 20, 2005 level. So, I mean, we're seeing... A huge, huge uh, reduction, and, and so we're on the right track. Your comment on the annual report for the 2023 Australian Beef Sustainability Framework, um, I, I always am, am fascinated when they come up with these frameworks, and I understand it takes a lot of time and effort, but Ag Force's thoughts and comment on it, mate. I, I think it's a great report in that it's, demonstrates that producers in Australia are continually striving to improve what they do and get better at it and yeah. continue to, to look after the animals in their care right across all spaces, but not only the animals, the, the environment they're operating in and the, and the, and the land they're on. Um, the original conception behind developing this ABSF was that we had to have some sort of benchmarking tool to demonstrate the rest of the world that we are doing things right in Australia. Well, this report is this is demonstrating that we are continuing to improve, and we're getting better at what we do. And our aspirational targets of 2030 seem quite possible, given where we are with the report. Yeah. And also, um, the report highlights quite a few other things that goes on within our space. It's not just carbon and not just environment, but there's it's the, all the, all the other things that go on in there. You know, the well-being of animals, people, the people that work for us, the environment we're in. You know, it covers a whole range of things. So it's demonstrating that the beef business in particular is, a, is an essential part of our fabric in Australia. The big thing about it is the big thing moving forward is that we've got an understanding now and, and a platform and a pathway forward. That's what we've always looked for. That In the past, we haven't. So you're right about that and we're ticking off the framework. Can you just give us, you know, a touch on and, and Peter, we're talking with Peter Hall, Ag Force board member, cattle board member, around animal welfare. Now, target for of feedlot capacity, you know, with access to shade is 100% by 2026. Now, it's now at 63%. Um, we're talking about tree cover on grazing land, all these kind of things with animal welfare that you guys are looking at. Are we on the right track? Oh, again, we're in a space where it's difficult to convey the right message, Ben, but Australia is a totally different environment to other nations around the world. And we do have animal welfare standards that we all must adhere to by law, managed by all their state jurisdictions. So it's in everyone's best interest to do things appropriately under the animal welfare banner. And, of course, everyone is fully aware, unless you... Unless you manage animals appropriately and look after their welfare, they're not going to produce. So at the end of the day, as well as doing things right, you know, it impacts upon your bottom line. So I believe 
I believe we are we are there. We need to get better at at our animal walker through demonstrating that we're meeting the standards. But by and large, most people across our nation meet our standards. Um, where we run into issues is other nations have different interpretations of what good animal welfare is under the five domains. But Australia is a different environment. And I believe, by and large, we're doing things to the best of our ability, but we can get better at it. There's no question about that. And that's what we're working on. And we're working on putting methodology in place that demonstrate that better. Yeah, you, 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 you're dead right, and we are as well. I mean, there's a lot of different animal welfare issues going on, and I don't think that we're anywhere near what people have different and tried to be. Um, that's the big thing for me. It's pretty clear that we we are, as an industry, on the right track. The biggest thing about it is, you know, you know they're trying to look after live export. It, there's so many different facets, and so to get it all right at once is not – not achievable and it's just not sustainable so to try and make sure that we are all on the same page a lot of the time is a big issue hey i really appreciate your time this morning peter um ag force cattle board president thanks so much for being with us peter hall i uh, appreciate your good time on you, mate. Thanks, good on you mate doing a great job we'll catch up again shortly no, no, thank you thank you we'll take a break rural queensland today on the resonate broadcast network